Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Log Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vigorito. This is Don Strzok. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. It's Doug Kruzan for the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician, Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. <laughs> Join us now as we talk Dolphins football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another season of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, and uh, this marks our 14th season of the Legend Show, and this is uh, by far the uh, most unusual and uh, most bizarre that we've ever had, and it's certainly uh, the most bizarre year that we've ever had. And, of course, this offseason uh, of 2020 um, has been just a roller coaster of emotions and um you know we have uh we have uncharted territory here as um the uh whole covid outbreak and quarantine and uh sports just getting back um and so we are dealing with this on on all different levels and of course we're dealing with a football season uh, without any training camp to uh preseason games uh to show and uh and so week 1 you know was basically uh all all of preseason and and uh i guess the uh the cum- culmination of of training camp uh, into one um and so uh i think it went off a lot different than i thought it would uh as far as play goes um not as sloppy to be honest with you as i thought it was going to be but nonetheless uh you could still see how it, you know it's it's going to progress, and, and and we'll see how this season goes um, as the Miami Dolphins open up uh, in New England and uh, fall to the Patriots, twenty-one, eleven. And you know, I understand it's week one, you know, and, and things change and they change in a hurry. So uh, you know that that is what it is. But you know, it's still disappointing. I mean, there's no way around it. It's just extremely disappointing because, uh, you know, last year the Dolphins went up there and and shocked them at the end of the year and finally won a a game up in New England uh, since the wild card game. And so, you know, to to open up this way and and to lose uh, after, you know, the New England Patriots lost the most players to uh, opting out of COVID-19, the most stars, the most starters, including Patrick Jung. They lost Tom Brady, which is what everybody was focused on. And there was even rumors, and there still are, that uh, the New England Patriots were tanking. They were looking to uh, even move up and maybe have the, the top pick in the next year's NFL draft to take the Clemson quarterback and, and, and all this stuff. So, you know, when you look at that and then you look at how the result of this game is, it's still very disappointing. So we're going to break that all down and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give you my take and, and all that. And, um, you know, uh, some off-field uh, uh, news, too, is we, we haven't been with you guys in a long time. And so, you know, we lose Don Shula. 
Um, so we lose the, the basically the franchise. Um, you know, Shula, the legend of all legends, and uh, the matriarch of of this Dolphin team and 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 franchise basically, because everything that was established that that I think is is good and 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 legendary had it was basically uh, under his uh, hand, and so. You know, to lose somebody like that certainly starts off the uh, the season, and you know, in in an already uh, blackened uh, heart for sure. Um, and and with the whole year that that that's been going on, um, you know, it it just it just adds to it. it, it it's almost uh, you know, you don't want to say fitting, but it 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 certainly does fit into what everybody has gone through. And then of course we lose. Jim Kick as well. So uh, two more members of the Dolphins' uh, perfect season team. And uh, it's just been a very, very tough off season. There's no doubt about it. And we'll get into all the X's and O's. And it was it was a, a strange week throughout the entire league. There were some very good games, though. We're going to get into all that. And, uh, you know, I guess look ahead to what this season may bring. And, and, and we'll look at the bright spots as well. And, uh, of course, without further ado, we will welcome Rich to the show. And, Rich, I would say that uh, with, there's been a lot of chirping in the off season, but is it fair to say that your demise has been greatly exaggerated? <laughs> Not going anywhere, my friend. Don't worry about that. <laughs> He's back. <laughs> okay, uh, I guess where, where do we start off? I, I guess we, we we're gonna start off with the game, but I want to just throw it to you because I I think that you know I'd like you to at least you know uh, Don Shula is a huge loss and and I just you know you know how I felt about it. Me and you obviously have have talked about this throughout the off season, but uh, let me give you a couple uh, minutes on the floor, um, you know, for your own personal. Yeah, losing Shula was rough. I mean, you know, we were around him, saying, you know, so many times, so grateful for that, you know. I mean, you know, Absolutely. the whole times we spent with him and heard stories from him and just talked to him like one-on-one. I mean, most people never would ever, ever, ever get that opportunity. And, you know, we were around Absolutely. Kick a lot, too. I mean, you know, he did Absolutely. your TV show. I mean, we were around yeah. Kick an awful lot. I mean, he's and he's, you know, he's a local guy here. He's a New Jersey guy. He was from Lincoln Park, you know. Yeah, you know it's uh, very well we said. Clicked with him. Yeah, you know, we yeah, no doubt him, about it. You know, so it's it's tough watching these guys that you know we grew up with. You know, you know, passing away. You know, it really yeah. is. I mean, you're absolutely it's been, right. It's been really doubly worse for me. I mean, with Seaver going last week too. I mean, now it's like, you know, that yeah. was like a knife in the back between Shul and Seaver. There's not really there's not yeah. many more people on top of that list. You know. No, I know. I know. Seaver Seaver's certainly your guy and then Shula as well. Yeah, it was a it was definitely a one two punch there. And and you're absolutely right. Uh um on personal notes, um, you know, Jim Kick, very special to me. Uh, uh you know, he, he did my television show and uh actually came back to Jersey to do it and incidentally you can you know, you can catch that. That's airing now and uh uh, you can you can get that uh, you know to watch the actual show of that on YouTube and stuff like that. Just search my name and and uh, and then of course Shula, um, you're very special to me. I, you know for years and years the relationship like you said and I had the opportunity where I actually worked with him and for him and had that side shown to me as well, which is uh, you know which is special but certainly different. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly different, um, and uh, and of course we we uh, did a tribute, you know, the, the Don Shula when he's done our show and and, and the and the tribute uh, that we did on him, and you can catch that as well, uh, you know, by iTunes or however you get our show, um, and then of course YouTube, where, wherever you search, you'll, you'll be able to get that. <laughs> I, I had I had two incidents with Shula that were like, like I felt like a child. Uh, the one was the first time I was ever near him. It was at a hotel near Foxborough. And for some reason, I was just walking to my car to drive to the game. You know, it wasn't like looking for an autograph or looking to meet him. And somehow I wound up, like, at the entrance to the team bus. Like, I turned the corner, right. and then, like, it was either, like, 
have Shul move out of the way or get on the bus. And, like, I didn't want to be there. And, like, I just, like, froze. And he gave me the dirtiest look that you can imagine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Was, like, oh, Absolutely. Man, I end up here. I wasn't even trying to be here. Yeah. I was, like, I, I got, like, looked into this, you know? And then the other one. You we, know, it's kind of fun. We, you know, we were at his hotel that one time. And there was, like, three people in the room. And he goes, what time is it? And he just started staring at me. And I didn't have a cell phone. I didn't have a watch. And I, I had no idea what time it was, you know? And he's going at me. Absolutely. And I'm like, I don't know it. And that wasn't good enough for him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Like, well, I almost started crying. I'm like, what's this guy give me this look for? You know? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Classic shoe. Classic shoe. Absolutely. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and certainly I've been reamed out by him uh, many times in different capacities. And, and yet uh, it, it's, it's with such a velvet hand because, you know, as much as there were times when I got reamed out, uh, just the, the kindness that he showed to me and, and helping me in every area, you know, personally career is just, uh, you know, it's just it, it's something that I'll forever cherish. And you can hear it right, you know, right on the promos for our show and the interviews that he did. And, you know, that's just a special, oh, never, special uh, spot for both like of us. Never, ever. No. Yep. Fantastic. Absolutely. He was very gracious. No question about it. Okay, so now moving on, uh, week one, listen, it, I, I understand, you know, I, I get week one, and this team could win games, not win games. This is not what I'm talking about. And, and people that, you know, are around me, you know, they misunderstand what I'm saying here. And the point that I'm making is that, you know, the, the, the New England Patriots took one of the hardest beatings that you could possibly take in the offseason. I, I don't think you can argue with that. And no, to go up know. there again and, and to get beat like you did, I mean, for people that were around me in, in, in the offseason, the thing that aggravated me the most is that they were able to get Cam Newton uh, for a song and basically, you know, when they had absolutely no other plan. I mean, their quarterback situation was in dire straits when Brady left. And to have him yeah. fall like that just really aggravated me so much. And, uh, and, and, and you know, and it's just, it's just a typical Belichick move. And, of course, he's, you know, and, and then to have that come back and have Cam Newton, you know, basically run all over us and, and have the, uh, the, the kind of game that he did. <laughs> daunting, you know, it, it, it just really yeah, is. It was, it, was, you know, it, was, it was like watching it was watching Cam Newton in college just run the option on us, really. I and mean, all he was doing was just uh, running down our throat all day long. It was, that game never seemed like we had a chance, you know? No, it really didn't. And that's what frustrates me the most. I mean, aren't you tired of losing to this team? I mean, come on, Dolphins. You know, make a stand here. You you beat them last year. This was an opportunity, you know, to finally take back a little respect, maybe, and and then to just and and, and the reason why you know you know what I'm going to say. I mean, you you know my feelings on this. We had three first round picks, okay, and you know, taking two was smart with the first one. I don't even mind taking the guard from USC in the second one, but the third right. pick in the first round. You gotta take somebody that can score points. You can't keep taking guards and cornerbacks. I mean, and people who don't change the scoreboard. I mean, we had a chance to get the best running back in the draft. There was no running backs taken by that third pick, and we could have we could have taken the best running back in the draft, and instead they go with a corner, which we really don't need at this point. Two of our highest paid players again are cornerbacks. Why you just take a corner there? I don't know. You want a quarterback later? You have a million picks down the road. I mean, take a skill position player for crying out loud. I mean, you have three first-round picks, right? That's never going to happen again, right? Right? I mean, more than likely, you're never going to have three first-round picks again. I mean, don't you have to have, yeah. like, at least two guys that are impact guys? That you get two yeah, I mean, I know how, yeah, I know, I know how you are with that, and I understand. You know, one of the things that that it's also, you know, I, it's funny because with all the uh, – with all the uh, badgering, whatever you, you, that comes with, with these losses or whatever, you know, one of the supposed uh, things that, that, you know, has surfaced that's supposed to be some silver lining is that the Dolphins have the, high, uh, the number one passing ranked defense after week one. <laughs> and, you know, when, when New England doesn't, you know, really throw the ball. Right, exactly. It's very hard to, 
to, to take any solace from that. The one thing that, you know, I will say is that they do they, they, they may have a, a, a pretty decent secondary and passing defense if they stay healthy. I think that's a possibility here. But, um, you know, I, I understand what you're saying as far as wanting to get those impact players, you know, when you can get those positioned in the draft to do that. And so I guess we'll just we'll, we'll have to see how that kind of shakes itself out. Um, but, you know, nonetheless, the thing that upsets me the most is uh, I understand that the that Dolphins' offense was stagnant. I get that. And I understand that's a huge part of why they lost. The thing that upsets me the most is the defense because I think that the defense is much better than they played or at least I thought they were going to be much better. And the thing that upsets me is that it just seemed like not only were they able to, you know, pretty much run at will, it was in big situations. I mean, you're talking fourth and one, and Cam Newton looks like Natron means dragging the pile to yeah. the one-yard line. I mean, that's, that's dis- disheartening to me. The Patriots punted three times. Yeah. I mean, they really manhandled us. They really did. Like, in a lot of ways, they did. And that's what I think, you know, is so upsetting. And, and again, it's not to say that this team is not going to win games. And I'm, it's week one. I get that. I'm just talking about week one, though. And you know what? I'm, I mean, if there was ever a time that you can really start showing a little bit of, you know, maybe dominance isn't the right word, but you won last year up there, you, you certainly had the opportunity this year. I mean, they were really a team that was ready. disappointing because the coach knows the system. You know, Flores yeah. knows the system there, you know? So what, what's going well, on? Yeah. I mean, like, how can you get dominated well, by your old coach like that, you know? Well, because I think what happened was, uh, you know, the Cam Newton factor. I think Josh – listen, yeah. whether you like him or not, Josh McDaniel, what an unbelievable game plan the man did. I mean, it's just yep. – you can't take that away. You know, you really can't. I mean, they, he – Cam Newton and him designed a uh, no-mistake offense, and, and, you know, he's healthy again. And, listen, the guy can do magical things when he's right. There's no denying that. The guy was an MVP in the league five years ago, went to a Super Bowl, won 15 games in a regular season. So, you know, this man can play football. When he's right, he's dangerous. And, you know, he's got a new start on his NFL life, and he, he took it to the best of his advantage. And I just thought that they were a little lackluster in the times when they really needed to, you know, to kind of oh, yeah. show up and be key spots. I think they ran way too much, but their running attack was inept. Their, their, their rushing was terrible. I think their receivers were awful, and game he's played for Miami yesterday. You know, people say that, like uh, – you know, the Dolphins' offense is what lost it, and, so, and, and you know, and they were so upset. But, you know, my theory is this on that. I mean, let's, let's be honest. I mean, what is so spectacular about the Dolphins' offense? I mean, it's really not. I mean, there's really, if you really want to get technical about it, there's really nothing special about the Dolphins' offense. And especially when you take Albert Wilson's out of the mix now. He opted out because of COVID this year. And, you know, obviously that was one of, you know, your playmakers. Um, like, you know, Fitzpatrick is Fitzpatrick. Okay, he had the best year or one of the best years he's ever had last year. That's no denying that. Um, but you know how he is. He's, he's sporadic. I mean, yep. he's going to be, there's going to be times when he's off, and you got the off, Fitzpatrick. And when you're off, uh, it's not pretty. And, uh, no. you know, I look at their receiving core, right? What, what is so great about their receiving core? Devontae Parker, you know, who, who I don't, you know, I, listen, you, you, a lot of people love Devontae Parker now. Um, you know, he had a breakout year last year, finally, after a lot of disappointing years. Uh, he can do some special things. He was hurt going into the game, so he wasn't 100%. Um, you know, I think Devontae Parker is a good receiver, but, you know, I don't know, you know, I, I, I mean, other than that, I don't know what you have on that receiving call. Preston Williams had a really nice year last year, but, you know, I, I don't look at these receivers, you know, Isaiah Ford, and I, I don't look at these guys and say, wow, you know. I mean, I think they could put points on the board. They can do things, but it's not really like a spectacular, uh, you know, when you wide receiving core. When you go to the four package and Grant is your fourth wide receiver, you don't have a good core. Grant is not a wide receiver. Well, I know, I mean, I I know you don't like Grant because of his size. Yeah, and I understand no, in some ways what you mean. Terrible. Right, right. Terrible. I mean, he, he, he's, you know, a, 
he's a playmaker, and I do like him. I understand what you mean. When he's a fourth guy, though, you know, we could have that debate at another time as far as the wide receiver. And then I look at the running back situation, and, and it's average at best, right? I mean, you, you, you look at this, right? They went garbage picking in the free agent market for these guys. I mean, they act like they got like you know, well, you know, like like, like Roger Craig from the San Francisco Forty Niners. I mean, we never even well, heard well, this guy before. He's a well, look, they get, you know, well, they get, yeah, yeah. Well, they get Matt, they get Matt Breda from the from the Forty ers like you said, and that was yeah. supposed to be their, you know, their big their big breakout guy, and then and then they get you know Howard from Philly, right? They, and uh, yeah. Jordan Howard comes there, and he's supposed to be. And 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 when you look at the thing, you know, I mean, really, Miles Glaskin is the guy who stood out yesterday. You know, he's the guy who had the big game. I mean, these other guys really didn't do much. We've got rid of much better yeah. players over the last few years than we have. You know? Yeah, I agree. And, I mean, and Lard is Lard. You know, he's going to do some things. I like Lard, but in his in his role, these guys are not scaring anybody. You know, it's not like – so, I, again, I say their offense is really nothing that, you know, I'm really going to, you know – what is so spectacular that was shut down? You know, like, they, obviously they're going to play better than that. They're much better than, than that. But, you know, it's really their defense that I think it, it can be dominant. And uh, that's why I was so upset by that. Um, so, all right, let's take, uh, let's take our first break, and uh, we'll continue on that as soon as we come back right after this. When the autumn mist is drawing near and you hear the whistle sound and the crowd cheer, you'll know it's that special time once again for head-to-head combat and first and ten. So follow those that are in the know and listen to Pat and Rich and the Legends Show. All episodes of the Pat Catello Show, available now on iTunes. This is Don Shula. Happy to be on the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello.
Okay, welcome back to Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Pacatello, Rich Van Zant. As we uh, recapped week one of the 2020 NFL season and uh, a much anticipated season in a lot of different ways, for sure. And uh, unfortunately, not the result that we wanted. And as we were, you know, discussing, uh, I guess it's going to take a little bit of time to. Uh, you know, to get in the sink and all that. And so we'll see how that goes. Also want to welcome everybody from uh, the iTunes community. And, uh, of course, uh, you go right on there and get our shows. You can send us uh, emails, questions, comments, Pat show at yahoo.com. So you can catch us on all avenues from YouTube to uh, iTunes, the blog talk, wherever you get podcasts, and uh, we're, we're everywhere. Okay, so, Rich, you know, you want a bright spot? I'll give you a bright spot. There was a pretty big bright spot, actually, and it, it, it's kind of funny okay. because it didn't really translate. The big bright spot was the Miami Dolphins' offensive line was really good, really good. In yeah. fact, this line was better than a line that I've seen in maybe, maybe 10 years. Now, it's one game. I understand that. But when you consider and it, that you lost, the only problem is give me a little, you know, give me a little problem though. The Patriots don't have that stud pass rusher either. You know, they don't. They really they don't. don't. But but they're a solid defensive team that doesn't yeah. make mistakes. And there was yep. not even really a hurry. I mean, there were well, Fitzpatrick had the most time that he's ever had. I mean, he he was not even rushed. He wasn't hurried. Forget sacked. He wasn't yeah. really hurried. And so, you know, my point is, Juwani James, right? Laramie Tunzel, yep. okay, yep. your center, yep. um, Kilgore, Kilgore, right? Kilgore. Uh, and, and, uh, right? Uh, all gone. And so, yep. um, Ted Karras, Ted Karras comes in at center. And I know you're a big center guy. So, you know, the, Ted Karras, I thought, did a fantastic job. And then you have... Uh, Eric Flowers at, at guard, and uh, and you had uh, Kinley Solomon Kinley at right guard, and then yep. you had Austin USC Jackson and Jesse Davis. Yep, yep. Austin Jackson, Austin Jackson so, was the rookie from uh, USA. Yep. So um, yeah, there's two yeah, rookies that, on the, on the line that played very well. Yep. So you know, if you're looking for one, that's a big one, and and hopefully that'll yep. carry over. But um, like you said, to have rookies starting their first game um, in New England, you know, not an easy feat. And uh, yeah, there wasn't a lot of penalties you know, so, yesterday either. That was a good no, sign. No, around but, the whole league. Around the whole but league, I think, Rich, which is surprising. I think they kind of – do you think they laid back on that? Yeah, maybe a little bit. But, you know, I don't – but what surprised me the most is it wasn't sloppy. Like there's a lot of so, games and in the third – in our third segment, we'll go through, you know, uh, the season, you know, kickoff. But um, it really wasn't the sloppy, sloppy games that you would expect from no preseason. I think you're pretty much seeing now the preseason will be shorter in the future. There will be an extra probably two games. Well, let's, you know, let, let's, go, let's go back to the, you know, cancel the preseason, okay? It, it makes me it's, – it's so funny the way the NFL is. Like, they, they throw this bone to the players. We're going to cancel the preseason like they're doing them this grave, this great favor. Right. The only reason they agreed to do that was because they couldn't have fans there and they couldn't get the revenue for the two preseason games at home. And that's why they Correct. You know, canceled them because it wasn't good Correct. for them. But they act like they're like, they act like their mother Teresa now that they're, you know, they're in line for the Nobel Peace Prize because they got rid of the preseason right, right. games. I mean, it's so comical right. how they spin stuff, you know? No, it, like, it, it is. It is. You know? You're amazing. right. No, you're correct. But from the same token now, they've done it. So to shorten yes. it now to two two preseasons yes. is, is, is a non factor. And and now they're gonna but but like you said, the revenue that they get from them is gonna be made up somewhere right. and it's gonna be from extra games during the regular season. I just think now the the door the is wide thing, open. Though, the one thing that I think is not fair though. I mean, you're trying to make a team, man. How do, how do you prove yourself just to practice? I mean, that's, that's it's rough. going to be much harder. It's going to be much harder. Yeah. Um, they're they're going to make be, a, lot, it, a lot more mistakes that no one will ever know about. You know, the guys will never have the opportunity because some guys don't shine until the game is on. You know, 
That's that's true. But here's the thing: you think that it will hurt veterans like crazy, but I think what you've seen now is that with the new contracts that they have, and that yes. the rookies are only about to make some. It's actually not. It's actually there's a lot of these rookies that are probably going to win jobs that maybe they didn't earn right off the bat because of salary. Yeah. I mean, you see yeah. that in Miami. I can see that. You've seen that in Miami. Yeah. And you know, you know what stood out to me is that during the offseason, there was basically two big, big offseason moves, right? There was Diggs, and he, you know, he left Minnesota, and he goes to, uh, to Buffalo. Buffalo. And, then there's the, and then there's the monster trade from DeAndre Hopkins, right? And he, he leaves to Texans and goes to Arizona. But here's the thing that, that rang in my mind the most about this. If you heard them talk about it, there was only a few teams that they could even shop him around because they had to go to teams that had a rookie quarterback contract. The only really? takers of a salary like that had to have a rookie quarterback contract, which obviously Murray does in Arizona. Because sure. once you sign a quarterback to that kind of money, it's impossible to pay a receiver like that. And I wonder, you know, I wonder what Baker Mayfield, uh, you know, it makes a little bit of sense when you look at the Beckham thing, you know, and the Landry thing, because, you know, the Mayfield at that time, he was a rookie, you know. So I, I wonder, right. is this going to be a trend now in the league? I, I think it is. Yeah. Because once you Probably, sign these quarterbacks yeah. to these monster contracts, um, you know, I, I guess you really can't afford. And, and that's the other thing I don't understand is like, I don't understand why like a quarterback when his like rookie contract is up, you either have to go all in and pay this guy thirty forty million a year, or you got to get rid of him. Like there's no middle ground. Or franchise, like you know, some or franchise him like, like that. Yeah, but or it's, franchise it's crazy, him like though, that. Right? Still that well, twenty seven million a year. You know, there's two ways of looking at this. Okay. Yes, you're absolutely right. You have to make a decision on that guy after a short amount of time. But you know what? I was looking around the league, right? And let's be honest. The two best teams in football, in my opinion, are two teams that were completely revolutionized by their quarterbacks. Obviously, Mahomes in Kansas City. And Jackson right. in, in Baltimore. There's no denying that. I mean, Lamar Jackson, he, he, he listen, the guy yeah. can play. He turned that entire – when you take him out of that mix, and Harbaugh was on his way out. Remember the end of the Flacco-Harbaugh thing? He was yes. going to fire him midway yes. through the season? This, this guy, yes. they are arguably, you know, one and two in the AFC. I mean, these two teams look unstoppable week one. And, and it's been only, you know, their quarterbacks have changed the game. The reason why I'm saying that – is because, you know, that's what it seems to be. And, you know, the Dolphins are in a similar situation in the sense that, listen, if they get good, they get good. Ryan Fitzpatrick will be the bridge to get there, but the Dolphins are not winning a championship or even flirting with it with Ryan Fitzpatrick. If they're going to get there, it's going to be because Tua turns out to be something special and he turns this franchise – Exactly. And so that seems to be the trend now. I guess like you're going to see, um, like, I don't know what Baker Mayfield's contract is, but you've got to assume there's going to be a lot well, of pressure. Well, he's still on his rookie out. deal, I guess, right? Right. He's right. got to be on his rookie deal, And I don't know how long though, it's right? got. Yes, and I would assume that that's coming up in another year at the most. And so when that comes up, what do you do in that situation? Because like you said, you're either locking up a quarterback for a yeah, long, long time and not being able – or you got to get rid of them. Yeah. And, and, and that's – you know, so you almost got to play the guy fairly early, you know, I mean, because you have to really make a decision. And what is, what is it? I, I just don't understand why you can't make it like a – why you can't make it like a – you know, if he's not playing, you know, above his head, like why do you got to pay him $30 million, $40 million? Like why can't you make a deal for him in the 20s or something? You know what I mean? Because they're like not going to make a deal. I know, it's crazy. Well, but, but it's like, not like I mean, it's a rule. Like Baker because... Mayfield's going to have people – like a guy like Baker Mayfield, I mean, I can't imagine that they're going to be lined up around the corner to sign this guy. No, but I can't imagine Baker Mayfield's going to sign a five-, six-year deal 
for for a lot right. less than uh, quarterbacks are going to make. He'll go somewhere else. Yeah, and maybe you know, or they'll, he'll play. they'll probably. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I would th- I would think that like you know, unless something changes in Cleveland, I, I would think he's done there. You know. Let me let me throw this in the mix. I'll give you one more. I I know this sounds a little ridiculous, but next week's game for Baker Mayfield is certainly the most important game he's ever played thus far in the NFL, and it may have a direct yeah, impact yeah. on whether yeah. he's going to be a Cleveland Brown. Because now, when you face Burroughs in your home state with that rivalry and the way that Cleveland once again has started off. I mean, you can't really get a much bigger, meaningless game than Week Two, right? Like you really can't. I mean, for a week, and they two have games, weapons. That team's loaded with weapons. It's like, rich, and they don't do anything. That, that team is loaded, and they've been loaded, yeah. and that's the strange part. You know, you have to just start ringing true. Like Cleveland is the Cleveland Browns for a reason. I mean, yeah. they're loaded offensively, loaded. Yep. You know, and, and they've lost another home opener, and they got blown out. And, wow. uh, you know, this is a team that people picked to go to the Super Bowl last year after all the moves they made. And they yeah. haven't even – you haven't had a winning season in, it, in over a decade. And, you know, so, I mean, yeah, you, you, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, there are certain teams that – just see, can't seem to get over a hump, and, and they're number one. Because, like you said, with the weapons that they have. Um, and, you know, and I guess uh, one step over that is like Nick Foles, right? I mean, you, you got a guy like that who had a high contract, um, and then the Bears got it. I don't know all the ramifications of how much they had to eat. Jacksonville had to eat of that contract or what in that trade, you know? They have a lot in Trubisky, so – it all comes down to these quarterbacks more than ever. More than ever, you know, quarterbacks seem to dictate uh, your success. And, and if you look at the court, the teams in the Super Bowl, in the last few years, it's all quarterback-driven, all of it. Yep. I mean, even no San question. Francisco or Garofalo. Yep. You look at, uh, you know, you could say, look at the Rams, right? I mean, they have, you know, they have golf whether you like them or not. That's their franchise quarterback. I mean, he's a lot better yeah, than, you know, better. than people give him credit for. But, you know, everybody, you need to have that, and they and you need to pay them very, very fashionably in order to keep them. So, uh, that's you know, the I almost think the, 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 the rule, the new rule for the NFL should be that the quarterback contract does not count against the cap because with that, with everybody paying these quarterbacks, you don't have enough money for everybody else. Well, I think that that's probably so something that's going to have to be addressed. away from that. Well, like we said, and how this whole thing started, uh, it eliminated a tremendous amount of teams that were able to sign DeAndre Hopkins. What that's going to do is that's going to limit players uh, at certain positions. It's going to lower the salary. uh, Let me throw you one more, though. The ironic part is you would think that that would hurt uh, uh, other positions, and I'm sure it has, but ironically, cornerback is not affected at all. I mean, you look at the Jalen no. Ramsey contract, and you look at some of these corner contracts, Stephon Gilmore, these corners are getting paid like crazy. So, obviously, these GMs and these teams don't think like you do when it comes to corner. They think very differently than you when it comes to corner. You know, look, I understand you need them, but it just when, when you pick them so high in the first round, to me, it's crazy. You know? Yeah, and, that, and that's a, it's your opinion. And that's a late round quarterback mix, you know? That that's your opinion, and certainly you're entitled to it. And, and you know, I don't know that there's necessarily a right or wrong. And I understand where you're coming from on that, but that doesn't seem to be the play in the league. And, and no, you know what? Not. It goes it's back for a long time too, because if you think about it, I mean, it goes all the way back to Deion Sanders, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, there's always been high-paid corners that are drafted real high. And but you know what? You know, I, I mean, would I would pick Deion Sanders. I would pick Deion Sanders in the first round, but he's not the norm, <laughs> you know. Guys like that don't come around every once in a while. You know, that's every th- every thirty years, somebody that can just change the game okay. from all over the field, you know. Because that guy, that guy puts points on the board, you know. I saw him take over three Monday night games and like never saw anything like that in my life. 
Right, but you've seen that more from a punt return standpoint. Yeah, I'm saying, but he did everything. You know what I mean? But he he did put he return punts, return kicks. Eddie Eddie pick, you know, took picks took the picks to the house. You know. Occasionally, yeah, occasionally, but the points are scored. But in I saw a few of the games where he dominated, you know, all over the field. You yeah, know? I, I watched him. I know, I know what he's capable of doing. I mean, they really, if you yeah. think about it, he was the ping pong ball between the ninety ninety four and ninety five champions. He really was. You know, There's San no Francisco beat Dallas yeah. because he was there, and Dallas beat San Francisco yeah. because he switched teams. I mean, uh, that's what 100%. happened. So yeah, he's a special player, yeah. and I'm not saying he's not. And you know, and, and you get them every once in a while. I mean, Darryl Green, I think, was a very similar type of player. You know, and yep. but but it's always gone on. You had the Darrell Revis's, his contract was through the roof. You know, and you have yep. Gilmore. Gilmore is arguably the best. You know, in the game, Belichick paid a a ransom for him, and uh, and now you have uh, Jalen Ramsey, who the Rams just gave an unbelievable contract. And to be honest with you, uh, you could say whatever you want with that push off call, but he had an unbelievable game. So he started out, you know. What, what do you think? Was that? I mean, if that was against my team, I'd be mad. You know. I have a lot of I have a lot of opinions, and and uh, uh, basically they're the opposite. So uh, <laughs> let's take a quick break, and uh, yeah, when okay. we come back, uh, I guess we'll discuss around the league because uh, yeah, no doubt. Right back after this. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. You're listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Dolphins Legend Show, Pacatello, Rich Van Zandt, coming to the final stretch of a, a bizarre uh, NFL uh, opening week, I guess you'd say, and um, you know, the Miami Dolphins now will, will head up to Buffalo, uh, actually Buffalo will come down to Miami, uh, so another division game, and uh, you know, um, like I said, the, you know, the Dolphins, they're going to win games, I mean, I, I'm just upset that they lost to the team that they lost at the time that they lost. And uh, I just thought that it was a, it was a bad opportunity missed for them uh, in there. But, uh, you know, when you look around the league, as me and Rich were just talking about, Rich, uh, you know, it was a very strange week. And um, I'm going to start off uh, uh, in, in, with the game of the week. I mean, a much anticipated game between Tom Brady and Drew Brees. And uh, I think that, uh, you know, disappointing, really. I mean, it was kind of strange how Brady, you know, they started off so great. And I understand how, uh, you know, it's going to take a little bit of time for, uh, you know, for them to get into in sync or whatever. But um, well, what's surprising is that, 
you know, Tom Brady's accuracy was way off in that game. I mean, he was throwing balls that were nowhere near where he wanted them thrown. So that's what stood out the most to me. I don't know. Very what strange. Yeah, like, too, I was surprised his um his his timing with Gronk was off hard. You know, like Gronk only had like two catches. I think. You think that's from timing, though? I think they basically had, uh, you know, pressed up on Gronk. I mean, it's mostly and, and, uh, all off-season if you read the paper, right? Like, they said, like, yeah, they're joined yeah. at the hip, right? Absolutely. So how could that yeah. be off? Well, that's what I'm saying. Sense. I don't know that the timing of that. I don't know if the timing was off on that. I just think that he was pretty much they, – they pushed up on him and covered him pretty well and, and made uh, yeah. other receivers. Ironically, uh, maybe the worst game I've ever seen Mike Evans play. Mike Evans is Terrible. in my book uh, probably a whole thing yeah. at some point, and he, he really, really yeah. was off there. Um, getting back to what you were saying, you know, I'm in the minority here. I understand this. Um, with this was this penalty on Dallas. Uh, you know, with with the I clearly, clearly think he pushed off, and without that push off, which obviously affected Gilmore, um, I don't think he's making that catch as easily as he is. I don't know that he's making it. I mean, he clearly pushed him back before he caught. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If they, if they called that, if they called that stuff on, uh, well, effectively on Michael Irvin, he wouldn't be in camp right now. <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt. But I mean, the league, you know, it, it's changed quite a bit. Yeah. We talk about that with. Marino I mean, if that happened to me at the end but, of the game, I'd be aggravated. I mean, you know what I mean? It wasn't like he pushed off. It just like seemed like he was getting space. I don't know if there was anything behind that arm. It looked like it was just like touching him. It didn't really look it almost looked like Gilmore slowed down. It didn't really look like there was anything behind it. You know what I mean? It looked like he was but touching him. Thing, but it looks like Gilmore it sold like it. He, it. Almost like he did a flop. It did, like, you know? It did, but running at full speed like that, I don't think you're capable of doing it like everybody thinks. I think when you see that slow motion it looks like he did, but I really think that push off was why he slowed down like that. I mean, uh, yeah, you know, it like could I said, be. I I'm mean, in the minority. Like if, that, if that happened against us, I'd be livid right now. If that's how we lost the game, you yeah. know. Yeah. Look, no, I'm glad I, we don't I, have I to review something like that. You know. Yeah. Glad we yo. That, yeah, I, I agree. I wouldn't want to review either. You know. Yeah, me too. Me you too. Know, but, didn't like that at all. Uh, didn't like that at all. Um, you know, the uh, there were some surprises for sure. Uh, I think Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers making the statement that Aaron Rodgers did against Minnesota was was a big surprise, to, you know, to me anyway. Um, well, did you, you know, see like I, did I, you see when Goff got hit in the head and like his helmet went sideways and they didn't even call anything? That was a huge point in the game uh, too. Goff, you said? Yeah, Goff got hit. Who? Like you know, after he they, Goff got hit after he released the ball. You know, the Rams game. But they won. You know, against the Cowboys. But they won. Yeah, yeah, I know that. But, but they won. I know that. But I'm saying, like, yeah, 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 no, I got you. But that was a huge point of the game, like, where they, they could have lost because of that. You know, that would have been a first down. Okay. And then they had a punt after that. Right. It was, it was like, really bad. I mean, I mean, he didn't just get hit in the head. Like, he almost removed his helmet, you know? And then right. called. the ref was right mm-hmm. there. That was a very strange one, too. Arizona beating Frisco was a surprise. Uh, Garoppolo had a had an open guy and missed him at the end of the game. Um, that was a pretty big surprise. Um, uh, I guess the well, Chicago coming back. Jack today, Will beat Indianapolis. That, that a lot was of people. a surprise. That was a surprise. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And but it, did, it didn't really shock me per se because. I mean, everybody was high on this Rivers going there. But Rivers hasn't played well in, like, three years, right? I mean, Well, well I didn't he have a really good year? No, actually, he didn't play well last year. He had a really good year the year right. before that. The year before that? Uh, I don't know. But, I just um, didn't think yeah, I mean, it, take a big step. Yeah, it was a bit of a surprise there. It's a rivalry there, too, though. And now uh, Washington yeah. uh, beating Philly like they did, that was that was a little surprising. Yeah, losing seventeen you know, nothing and then coming back and scoring twenty seven unanswered points was pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, but you know, maybe um, yeah. that quarterback's no good it. on Philly. You know, it's getting to the point where you know maybe he's not any good. Well, I mean, you know, he had them running pretty good before he got hurt and Foles took over. And then I think he can do things. But, yeah, I think he's a little bit of uh, a disappointment so thus far. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, maybe since that injury. But, 
Um, uh, I think that that was their breakout season for him before that injury. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess the book is out on Wentz a little bit when it comes to that. Yeah, they kind of hit lightning in a bottle. Yeah. You know, when teams do that, sometimes they they don't really like that. But I always say I'll take it, you know. I mean, you got you got a Super Bowl victory out of it. Uh, I'm not so sure there's another one coming with this scoop, but um, you got the one. And it just happened to all coincide and work together, you know. Like I said, it was like <laughs> but, you know, in a bottle. The, the, you know, I never root for the Bills to win, you know, unless they're playing the Jets. But to see the Jets yeah. look as bad as they look, is with gaze falling on his face, it's just it just yeah. seems like sunshine, you know. It seems like a sunny day. Yeah, seeing that. Just it's just it's just getting back at that jackass for everything we had to watch for three years. Yeah. And him as our head coach, yeah. you know what a what, like a, son, what a what a clown that guy is. And like my that son Damon always says, uh, I wonder what part of the uh, crossword puzzle he was on <laughs> as the game oh, was going God. on. Right? You yeah. know, I, you know that yeah. was going on. I mean, I, you know that had to be going yeah. on. But uh, oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Um, you know, uh, one thing uh, there was that big scruff at the end of the uh, the Dolphin game, and, and uh, for <laughs> those at home who haven't heard it, it was uh, Cam Newton. It was basically over his necklace. Uh, Christian Wilkins and Raquan Davis were were, were uh, going after his necklace, and uh, and they actually Wilkins, yeah, and Wilkins broke it. He, he pushed it down, so that's what that was. But you know, but again, like yeah. I I looked at that and I'm like, you know, you you really he beat you. I mean, he he was trash talking you, and you yeah. know, he he got if the he, better of you. But I got so I got stuff for Cam too, though. You don't want him to grab the necklace. Leave it in the locker room. Yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt about it. Just, yeah. You know? Just it's actually it's still uh, yeah, it just seems a little bush league. You see that outfit he was wearing at the press conference? Yeah, well hey man, you, you, you play like that, you win games, you wear that. That's just thing. I didn't know I didn't know it was Cam yeah. Newton or Dick Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the hat was bigger yeah. than his head. <laughs> the the whole Dick Tracy get up going on. <laughs> Now, uh, Flores has come out and uh, stated that uh, Fitzpatrick is the starter for next week. So here's my question Shocking. to you. Is that, re- is that really a thing already? I mean, is that really a thing? I don't thing? even know why you like, need you, to you that. I, mean, I don't either. I, I guess he's saying that because he's getting bombarded. I mean, is that really a thing already? Really? I don't know. You, you're That's really thinking of throwing two in already? <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a no preseason season, you're thinking of throwing him in there already? It's ridiculous. That kind of seems, I think Coming so. off of an injury like that, I mean, I didn't think this guy would be even, they'd be talking about this until like week seven, you know, if we were going like down the drains. I mean, he, he, this is enough. You can't yeah. be a thing. But that, I guess that's what they're asking him, though. But you know how the press is. The press are idiots. So that's that's probably them bombarding them, you know? I think you so. Know? But, you know, just the fact that it was addressed, like that was a – like that was a possibility. Like that's out there. Well, if they won, if they won thirty-eight to two, three, if they won thirty-eight to three yesterday, you wouldn't hear it. But when you lose, you're going to hear it all the time. Yeah, I just I wonder at what point it's going to, you know, get well, loud. That's what the record is. Keep losing is going to get yeah. louder and louder. But I, I would think that they're not going to rush him in until they're convinced that he's healthy. You know. I would hope so. I mean, we we talked. You know, listen. Hey, you know, at some point he's going to get there. I just think that you know, you what you want is you want a blowout, maybe, uh, one way or another, to get him some work in there, and then slowly, you know, do you know, do that, get him you know some snaps or whatever. But you know, I certainly don't want to rush him in. I mean, especially with what we talked about. You know, the the, the Dolphins' future, you know, could highly be hinged upon this. I mean, because they of have course. a veteran quarterback. You know that is basically like we said the bridge, and so you know you really gotta handle this properly. What do you think of Flores now in the second year? I mean, uh, obviously he's still getting a lot of praise. I thought this was a disappointing loss. You said, you know, like you said, you know, it's his old team. I expected a little bit better there. The only thing that bothered me is the team didn't look ready to play in a lot of aspects, and that bothered me a little bit. And and just like it seemed to me that. 
he wouldn't go away from the stale running game. Like he was just pounding the stale running game over and over again. You know, I don't know. I just, I didn't really like the offense at all yesterday. I mean, there was nothing to like, but I really don't like the way they ran their offense. There was no imagination. It seemed. Well, how different is the game uh, without the turnovers from Fitzpatrick on offense? I mean, was there stuff brewing? Oh, it's hard there to say. I mean, he threw one in the pit. He threw one in the end zone, which was atrocious. I mean, you know, Wait, well, one, one in his own end. The one, one was clearly a penalty on Gasecki that wasn't called. That would have been a touchdown, probably. Right. We watched that yes. at the end. So I got to give him yeah. on that. I got to take that off on him, you know, because now that I looked yeah. at that, uh, the other one you thought was clearly, you know. Uh, bad, which I agree with, and you know, and then it was the third. Okay. I, I, it looked like he just like whipped it, yeah. like he just he just whipped it to the wrong guy, like you know. Yeah. It looked like a Neil O'Donnell pass. Yeah, it was it was pretty rough. It, it really was. Yeah. Uh, you know, I expect him to have a much better game, and I know he's had some personal issues. I know he lost his mom, so he missed some time. Hey, it's not an easy game um, you know, either for happens. us. We never played. No, we haven't played Buffalo well in a long time. You know? It's not easy at all. I mean, I've been arguing uh, with you for the last seven years that this team's much better than you think every year. Um, you know, I don't they're, think they're, they're that good. I just think we play. I just think, think we play bad against them. I don't think they're that great of a team. I just think we we uh, just play awful against them. And I think that they're much more solid each year than you think, especially yeah. you know in the last few years. So yeah, it's a tough game. There's no doubt about it. Um, you know, it's weird because there's no no preseason games and shortened, you know, uh, so I don't know what it shows as far as a, why something is Well, it's, it's down by – it's in Miami, right? So there will be 15,000 yes. fans there. How many Buffaloes? <laughs> hey, you wonder, right? Maybe 75, 75, 75? <laughs> I don't know because traveling's a thing. Got to remember that. Traveling oh, they are thing. flying, and it's cheap. They too. are, but it's not. It, it's not in the same way that they were now. So yeah, I, but it's I cheap. don't know. No, it's really the flights it are is, like long. I mean, you you go for like eighty dollars each way. You know. Right, but there's a reason for that too, and I have to believe got, it's got to be somewhat affected. Right, it's got to be somewhat affected by that. You well, know I guess we're gonna find really, out. The the people that I know who have flown to Miami back and forth are older and much older than we are. Like I mean, elderly. They have no fear. It's insane. Like that, those are the people you think would never get on a plane. And the people that I've known that have flown back and forth are like in their late sixties, mid seventies. Like, wouldn't you think those are the people that wouldn't well, fly, right? I would, but I think that might just be you know an anomaly from your end because uh, I don't think uh, there's a tremendous amount doing that. I'm just telling you, you the you people that know. I heard that saw that flu, yeah, yeah. That, that and that, you know they don't care. You know, where it now? You know, so who knows? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I guess we're gonna find out next week. We'll see how it's reflected, right? Yeah, be interesting to see. You I know, mean, if that's filled with Bills fans, what a disgrace that would be, right? I don't think it will be. I think there'll be Bills fans there, but I can't imagine it will be the same takeover that we've seen in years past, but yeah. I could be wrong. Yeah. I'm actually, uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, uh, I know. I'm curious to see myself, how it shakes out. So, and we will, what do you think about that LA the stadium? Unbelievable. Well, you know, right? they, they're saying it's the best stadium in sports right now. Um, you know, it's hard it to get a complete gauge. I mean, it certainly looks beautiful. It does. It does, and I'm curious. I mean, they should have done a tour at halftime, right? Shouldn't they have done a whole tour, yeah. like, you know, for everybody? Yeah. I mean, you know, I think that they really dropped the ball with that. But, I mean, I saw that screen, and, like, inside and outside, it goes around the whole thing, like, in a circle. And and there's, right. I guess, the people from the upper deck see the outside of it, and the people lower see the inside wow. of it, you know? It's, it's wow. crazy. The, the waterfall nice. outside and everything. Yeah, yeah I, mean, yeah, I, I was looked, very impressed. gorgeous. I guess for five billion, it'll better be nice, right? Yeah, yeah, it better look right? really nice. <laughs> that's no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Uh, <laughs> All right, well, that's our show for this week, and we will see you next week. We'll recap this Bills game we're talking about, and we'll have an answer to the Van Zant poll. We'll see if it was just like the uh, 2016 election poll. <laughs> we'll see you next week, everybody. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> 
Took a look down a westbound road Right away I made my choice Headed out to my big two-wheeler I was tired of my own voice Took a beat on the northern plains And just rolled that power on Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.